0: Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, America, New York, New York. Never compromise drink responsibly.
1: This is the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, John Helfand.
2: Hey folks, it's John Halpin. Welcome to the Thursday, December 7th edition of the Road to wire Fantasy Football podcast sponsored by FanDuel. Tim Heaney and I are here today to break down um all the games in week 14, get you ready for your first round and for most of you, most many, whatever, first round of fantasy playoffs, right? There. Are you in any leagues with just a week 15, 16, Tim?
1: Playoffs? Uh, actually yes, I am. Uh, it's a really deep 10-team lineup league and we only go uh we only go 15 and 16 cuz you know, we top 4 for a 10-teamer. I like that, so.
2: Got it. Yeah, I'm in a top four one, but it's one of it's a league. Um the guys football diehards did it. And I'm and oh, it's nice. it's basically a all right, first place guy gets in, then most points, then best record beyond the first one, then most points beyond those three. And I read the email and I just went, I'm just gonna see how I do this weekend because I'm not gonna try to rack my brain figuring out if I'm in or not.
1: Yeah. That could be a little uh you know, like you said, definitely a little nerve-wracking there. And I think I might have been in that league in the past. It sounds familiar. It's a but good league. It's a good format.
2: Here's the thing. There's a good prize in it. They actually incentivize It's one of those leagues because a, a lot of leagues What well, we do everybody, people invite Tim and I to a bunch of leagues, right? Big, you know, to poor high, de-
1: high demand, obviously. Yes. Know, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so people invite people in, in the fantasy analyst industry can invite us to leagues. But most of them are, oh, you know, we're going to put it in our magazine or on our website and, you know, we're just going to play. This one actually has a really good prize. That is, you know, I think one year it was a TV.
1: Yep, I was and, definitely in that one then. Yeah, I and,
2: and I won one year because what happens yeah. is some people in our industry get in so many leagues, and you and I—I I don't know how high demand you're, and I'm not in that high of a demand where I'm playing in 20 leagues. But people get in and they forget, and I actually remind—I go on Twitter and go, "Hey, you're playing me this week. You might not want to, you know, have." Uh, have, you know, Tony Romo in your lineup or whatever, <laughs> but people forget and they're like, okay, I mean, they're missing out here. I think. Uh,
1: I mean, I, every time I, I join a league, I definitely try to just have a bookmark to that. I, and I have a list going and stuff like that. I think, you know, you really have to weigh if you want to join a league it, that, that the, the deadline thing just really pisses me off. <laughs>
2: right. I, I'm with you and people forget and you kind of go, Well, I mean, and I'm not going to be the guy who sits there and says, Oh, I hope he doesn't come back and start Robert Woods today. You know, I Eh. I try to make it fair. (laughs) Try. Yeah. Um,
1: You you don't remind them either, though, do you? Sometimes I do. I've I've actually done that. Okay. All right. You're you're a better sportsman than I am, then, I guess.
2: (laughs) It depends on the person, I guess. (laughs) Um, Maybe they they can pay us in Bitcoin. I feel like all I read about is Bitcoin, by the way.
1: Well, it, it, I, I think Chris Lis should just start a Roto-Wire yes. Bitcoin blog. Which, 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 would, which would be actually kind of topical. So.
2: It would be very topical. Um, everybody, so our, yeah, all your leagues should pay in Bitcoin this year. All yes. right, enough of that. Uh, <laughs> so big, big news of the week, big fantasy news before we get to the game breakdown. Tight end has become a very interesting position this week because Gronk is out and Zach Ertz has a concussion and he might be out. I mean these are two of your top three fantasy tight ends. It's, it's yeah. huge. Um, the thing is with Gronk, you know, with Ertz, you don't. Mm-hmm. And, and all we, we're doing this, by the way, folks, a little after 9 a.m. Eastern on Thursday morning. Um, so as of right now, all we know is Ertz is in the concussion protocol. It didn't practice Wednesday. What, how are you approaching this? Who are you? Is it a Dwayne Allen? Is it someone else? I mean, I have some ideas, but I want to hear yours.
1: Um, it really depends on the context here. I think, you know, some, some, in some leagues you might've been able to pick up a good tight end. Like, uh, well, I mean, I, I guess I'll throw one out there. Also Safarian Jenkins, is also a late game against the Broncos. He might be available in a bunch of leagues. Um, you know, maybe, maybe do the Vernon Davis thing again against the Chargers. The matchup's not great, but at least it's availability there. Um, yeah, it, it, it's, I, I don't think I would go pick up Trey Burton. I'll say that much. I think it's a little bit risky because, you know, they might not involve him as much as they do, even though he had a decent week with Ertz uh, injured during the Seahawks game. I, I think that's what I would do is probably just kind of look, look at the other four o'clock guys and see what the deal is. Uh, eight, it was eight o'clock games. You have the Ravens, maybe Benjamin Watson's available. Uh, you know, I wouldn't go Dwayne Allen, though. I, I think it's one of those cases where they would just disperse targets uh, elsewhere in New England.
2: You're not on the Trey Burton train. That surprises me.
1: Yeah, it, I mean, when, when he's involved, he can have that good PPR game. But the Eagles this year just have so many other weapons. I don't, I don't want to rely on him for that.
2: Okay. Um, all right, So to to the guy you mentioned, earlier, Safarian Jenkins, fifty three percent ownership has a really good matchup with the Broncos. And we joked before we came, but we started recording that. Go figure. Talking about people, a receiver, a pass receiver. I know he's a tight end, having being having a good matchup against the Broncos. Um, the Broncos mm-hmm. since since week I've got week eight tabbed. Um, the Broncos have been, given up the most fantasy points to opposing tight ends.
1: Yeah, so. and Jared Cook didn't get to take advantage of that. It right. cost me a playoff
2: position, um, so. so Trey Burton talked about Dwayne Allen. We talked about Ferry Jenkins. We talked about um, Steven Anderson. Um, Steven yeah. Anderson on the Texans last week. He's, we are far from the only people who are going to talk about Steven Anderson. If you, if you read fantasy football news online, you're going to get beat over the head with Steven Anderson over the next couple of days. However yeah. – the guy is 19 percent owned, got 12 targets last week, five receptions um, playing against the 49ers who have been leaky to opposing fantasy tight ends. He's a guy you can get him if, if that's mm-hmm. one of your criteria.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's I didn't include him because it's an early game. And, you know, I, I figured you're going to wait as long as possible for Earth to be questionable. Right. I mean, if he's if he's definitely out, you know, go pick up Anderson. It makes it's a logical choice.
2: OK, is is Anderson oh, Anderson or Safarian Jenkins?
1: I think Anderson. Yeah, me too. Barely, barely. Uh, you know, the, the matchup for Denver is great, but, you know, the Jets haven't been using ASF to the maximum degrees of, you know, yardage per catch, I guess. he's He's been kind of, you know, getting along in PPR and he happens to score a touchdown. It's great. But Anderson, you know, kind of lines up as a wide receiver a lot of the time. So I think that's going to help him a lot. So yeah, and yeah, Anderson for me.
2: He's not. Uh, you, um, Jake and I were talking about him the other day. He's not a big guy. He's more of a receiver, like you say. He, he lines up as a receiver, and he's like a receiver. He's six two, two thirty, which for a tight end is not big. He's there to catch yeah. passes. He's not there to do a lot of other stuff.
1: Exactly. And you guys had mentioned that you know he wasn't he wasn't making the, the game day roster a lot because he wasn't a blocker. So right. Yeah. Um,
2: all right everybody we encourage you to check us out on twitter tim's at tim underscore heaney i'm at j 37 um twitter also we're at rotowire the uh the news feed is at rotowire nfl and you can always find us on facebook if you're not a twitter person or even if you are all right we're going to go through all the games uh talk about news players we're interested in everything um we will try to keep it to a reasonable time limit because we could talk all day about these games do 10 minutes each but you don't want to listen for three hours most likely and that's fine Saints Falcons tonight. It's a good Thursday game. Um, mm-hmm. Mark Ingram did not practice Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I, I read something that said he was out there in the portion open to the media yesterday.
1: Mm-hmm. He's uh, just he, he's officially questionable. He made so. the
2: trip. He's got a toe yep. injury. He made the trip, which mm-hmm. is encouraging. If they weren't gonna, if they knew they weren't gonna play him, they might have left him home, which they didn't.
1: Yeah, eh, yeah, may, maybe for gamesmanship, maybe you would brought him with you anyway. Right. Plus, but, it's
2: like a you know twenty minute drive, so yeah (laughs) (laughs) um any worries about Ingram if you have him like if he plays tonight you're going oh man is he hurt he's hurt what do I do uh
1: yeah it's just it's a tough spot to be answered the question because it's Thursday night and all that stuff but I think you have to go with him uh I know he hasn't been as dynamic as as Kamara the last few weeks uh but you know, even even his secondary role, you know, averages averaging six point one yards per carry at least in three of his last four games. He had six catches last time against the Panthers. I, I, I think the Saints are going to want to make the use of both Camara and Ingram again on the Thursday night game against a uh, division rival. So yeah, I, I think you have to roll with him as a you know maybe a low end RB two if you really want to be a little bit lower expectation on him. I, I still think Camara is taking over this. I'm I'm not the only one saying that, but. Um, you know, limited touches, he still could do damage.
2: Who cool. is is Alvin Kamara the, uh, the 2017 Fantasy MVP? I
1: think he has to be. Uh, yeah. Who else at this? I mean, who who else can we really point to at this point for the value sake? Definitely not. Yeah, I mean, Gurley was no
2: Gurley's been great, but he's not. Yeah. He he was the value is not there. It was I mean, decent value,
1: right? Relative decent for top five running back or top 10 running back that that's he's a candidate but Camara just that that's just ROI defined this year
2: yeah that's yeah. that guy's he's he's that's ridiculous um any, yeah. anybody else in this game strike you is this a? I uh the, I mean the Julio owners you never know what you're going to get with that guy I mean you're, you're going to get really good stuff and you're going to get explosions but some games you're just not going to he's a frustrating guy
1: well, I mean, it, the big thing about this is, uh, you know, Marshawn Lattimore's availability for Julio Jones's sake. We saw Xavier Rhodes kind of step up against him with the Vikings last week. That's, you know, t- to be expected, even even though you think Julio's, you know, one of the guys that could actually, uh, you know, get past this sort of thing. Lattimore questionable, with the ankle heading into Thursday. If he doesn't play, you know, I'll shoot Julio Jones up to a strong number one wide receiver. I think, you know, even Ken Crawley is actually not a bad uh, – not a bad alternative to guard him anyway. So I think he's a, he's a, he's a, maybe a high end wide receiver too, for me right now, just because of the cornerback matchups tough. But you know, th- there's, there's the potential for more depending on the injury report tonight, uh, heading into the game. Right.
2: Yeah. I don't love, I don't love the, the, the over unders high here. It is 51, uh, which is, I think the highest on the board for the week. Yep. It is.
1: Yeah. That that's, that's going towards the, the past versions of these guys. Yeah. I don't, cause yeah. I don't
2: like the quarterbacks. I mean, they're okay. I mean, I kind of yeah. you look. You like would you play Ryan and Brees? Uh, yeah, maybe, probably. I don't know.
1: I, I don't think I'd play Ryan, especially if Lattimore's active. i yeah. not not a, not a fan of that. Uh, yeah, I mean, Drew Brees is not the fantasy Drew Brees that we know and love. I mean, he's not. It's not that. I don't, it's not. I don't think it's because he can't be. I think it's because they don't need him to be. Right. Because he's they've been leading so much, and you know that that running back attack that just makes his job easier, <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. So he doesn't he has to keep posting the 350 plus yard games. So I think he likes it probably in real life. He doesn't, he doesn't have to keep chucking the ball and, you know, putting more wear and tear on his shoulder, but yeah, fantasy wise, you know, it's not, not helping his owners that, that drafted him for that purpose.
2: Okay. Um, Colts bills, Tyrod Taylor is, uh, a maybe didn't practice Wednesday knee injury bothered him last week. That would change the entire complexion of this one. Uh, mm-hmm. I would think, um, the, the the bills have been, you know, we, we we talk about how the jags have been different since the trade that where they got Darius. They've been different against the run. So have the bills. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, on, on for the worse, certainly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, is this a game where I I always say you know you never want to you never really want to play Frank Gore. You mm-hmm. do sometimes because he's your best option, but you don't really like it. Is this a game where yeah. you like it?
1: He creeps into rb2 for me a little more stronger than usual right although i don't know i mean marlon Mack could be that i don't know how desperate you are if you're making the playoffs but you know that there's a there's a potential there that he could be a little bit more involved and, and obviously that you know the more explosive running back you know uh did a little bit of damage against the jaguars last week who actually are struggling against the run a bit this year and Maybe Max, Mac, this brings Max maybe more so into emergency flex duty more than it brings Frank Gore into, oh, I must start him yep. type of duty. But, you know, Gore still, you know, depending on who you have, you probably have other alternatives to Gore, which makes it a diff- an interesting decision.
2: All right, here, here's one that I have. Gore. Mm-hmm. Cool. It's a PPR, which doesn't matter for these guys so much. Right. Yeah. Gore or Jay Ajayi?
1: <sighs> I think I'd go Gore. Just the, the, the we, safer floor on that one.
2: Right. Because Ajayi, even though he had more snaps last week, you never – you kind of don't know how that one's going to shake out.
1: Yeah. I mean the Rams are, are weak against the run as well. Right. Uh, I will say that. But you never know. That could be a legarrette Blunt game. And actually I, th- I believe Jeff has Blunt ranked ahead of Ajayi. OK. So.
2: Um, the other guy I want to mention in that game, if, if we're talking – if we're talking targets and snaps and not production, sometimes – I mean you, you at least have to consider it.
1: Mm-hmm. Zay Jones
2: has been getting a little busier.
1: Busier? Uh, not not productive, but busier. Right. Yeah. The, I mean, the, Corey, the Corey Davis snaps and routes run increase.
2: I know. Right. Okay. <laughs> i just I wanted to bring it up.
1: But yeah, it's seven seven or ten targets in each of his last four games. Right. Yeah.
2: Some some somewhere it's going to click. We don't know where DFS it might click.
1: Colts cornerbacks. It probably sound, It's probably a good time to test it for GPP. So there
2: you go. All right. Yeah.
1: Um, well, if Taylor plays, if Taylor plays,
2: that's true. That. Cowboys Giants. Um, our boys Sh- matching up Sean Lee back. Most likely it looks that way. Sterling Shepard hurt again.
1: Yeah. I, I threw something when I saw that, <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> um, the, the, you know, the target upside, he he'll keep missing out on if he keeps getting hurt like this. Right. <laughs> I and mean, you
2: don't want any of the other ones. I mean, the only, the only pass receiver, if, if Shepard's hurt, you still don't want to say, oh, well, maybe someone else gets elevated. I mean, the only one you want is Ingram.
1: Yeah. Roger Lewis, if you, if you twist your arm, but not too excitedly. Oh, you man, know.
2: I ain't twisting it that much. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. Otherwise here, I'm trying to see the Cowboys against the run have been lately middle of the road. Right. I mean, dark- See, terrible. It, this, what kind of spot is this for the if you, if you look at the, the let's say the intangible part of the game, you try to figure that out sometimes. <laughs> is this is this the Giants are a team in complete disarray or is this an atmosphere where the crowd goes crazy for Eli and and, you know, it's it's kind of a goofy play as a cowboy fan. Are you are you feeling good about this one, or are you feeling a little uneasy?
1: Uh, it's slightly uneasy just because of memories heading into, you know, New York late in the season. You know, McAdoo gone. Spagnuolo seems to be more respected and seems to probably bring a better culture. Uh, maybe I'll maybe we can talk to list more about that eventually. But, <laughs> yeah, I, I I think the Giants offensive line matching up with the Cowboys is going to be too much for them okay. to handle. Right. Uh, DeMarcus Lawrence is going to be a force against that offensive line. You know, a, a full fledged Giants team, like one with, one with Beckham, I'd be a little more worried. I just okay. don't think as as bad as the Cowboys' defense has been, especially if Shepard doesn't play. You know that, that's nothing really to worry about. I think Dak goes back to being decent now with Janoris Jenkins being you know on IR. Um, you know Des maybe can work against you know uh, Eli Apple a bit more, get more separation that way. I think it's going to be okay for the Cowboys' offense. The Giants, you know, offense is obviously going to be planning for future seasons. So, so you are back on Dak. So Dak, it's, it, when, well, I was, I was on him last week. I, I thought I thought that was a good okay, spot. That's fair. Yeah. All right. So, no, I mean, I, I just, you know, Tyron Smith being back and, you know, the offensive line looking a little bit better. It's a big deal. I, I think it helps him. And, and Morris finally realizing – think he realized, oh, the, uh, the game flow helped Morris last week. So Dak really didn't have to do much. He just got those two – nice two touchdown passes. So
2: Okay. Yeah. Um, Lions, Bucks. Uh, Matthew Stafford's the big one. He yeah, hurt yeah. his hand last week. Uh, and, and we, we really – as of Thursday morning, we have no idea. This is truly going to – this sounds like it's going to drag out too.
1: Yeah, I've been, I've been trying to back him up in my, in my playoff-bound league, so. Yeah. I mean,
2: what do you do? If, you, if, if you're sitting here and you own – Tate, by the way, Abdullah limited in practice Wednesday. We don't know his status either. He's got a neck injury. He was out last week. Um, you're not mm-hmm. picking up – I mean, I hope you're not going to start someone like Tyon Jones or
1: whoever. Um, well, hey, hey, I think you're being a little too dismissive of him. Really? <sighs> He's a zone-blocking runner, one-cut guy. The Lions have been doing that. This year, I think last year they changed the line for it. He looks like he just has a little more burst than anyone else on the team. Even Riddick at this point. I think Riddick looks a little step slower. They don't like Riddick. Uh, That's where I am
2: now. Cooter does not like Riddick.
1: I don't think so. Um, Well, they have guys that kind of duplicate him as receivers. If it was going to happen for Riddick this year, I think it should have happened already. Yes. Um, I just, I'm not saying you start green, but almost pick him up as a preventative measure. If, unless he, you know, unless he blow up for somebody else, uh, I want. I, I mean, it's a good, it's a good keeper watch. I think to see what goes on there because I think Abdullah's is probably wearing out his welcome after this year. I don't see how they keep him. I don't know if the contracts an issue, or whatever. But um, I don't know. I, th- I think Green seems to be a little bit more than meets the eye there. Okay. And I think a little, little more confidence than people are just writing him off. I think there's there's a zone fit. There's there's a scheme fit there that I think intrigues me a little bit.
2: And and and. If Stafford doesn't play and Abdullah doesn't play,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you you have a you talk about a scheme fit. There's there's a role argument here too.
1: I think so. Okay. Um, I, I would love it if Stafford played because it's Tampa Bay. I mean that would be just incredible matchup for right. us. <laughs> and if Stafford doesn't play, your role, you,
2: you you please if you have any questions about what defense you're playing, the Bucks the Bucks jump to the front of the line, oh, no matter sure. how bad they are. Sometimes absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, other side of this. Doug Martin practiced fully on Wednesday. hmm So what do you do? If you, this week, I, I so I was in two leagues or I looked, and the first guy picked up was Peyton Barber. hmm now, now what do you do? You've got you to kind of avoid, because you don't know what's going to happen. I would think, if, if, you were, if you were to ask me to bet, I would bet Barber gets the most carries. I don't know if he'll get all the carries.
1: Yes, that, that's a very strong bet there. I, I watched Barber, when I was watching Barber Sunday, I'm like, ah, maybe I missed the boat. He looked pretty fresh. Uh... The Bucks really haven't had that much of a punch in the run all year, and Barber gave him that. It's, you know, maybe a little bit different situation because Green Bay was probably not playing them to run much, so maybe that's kind of maybe they had, had had some you know light boxes to face. But yeah, I think Barber's number one out of a really messy group, and that that guess that kind of goes in line with what I said about Green a little bit. You almost pick him up just to have other people avoid cashing in with him. Right. You don't want to spend all your money, maybe, but you know there there's there's fifteen plus touch potential here. Each week, and the Lions, I think have been pretty leaning against the run. If I'm not mistaken, uh, let me check that. Let's see that too. Yeah, the, the fourth overall, fourth most points per game in standard leagues throughout the season against running backs. Yep. Okay. So th- there, there's a line for Barber as a flex play this week.
2: That's fair. I'll even that. even if Martin's active,
1: I think Martin's fading from their plans. To be honest with you, I think Barber gives them a little bit something new. Right. Uh, you know, much younger. That, that, like, why not? Thing.
2: If you think yeah. Barber might be your, one of you guys, why not?
1: I think you have to. I mean, not going to be Quiz. It's not going to be Sims. Is, Sims has his pass catching role. He right. does well on that. So Barber and Sims could be a nice pairing if you do it right next year.
2: Um, the Lions have also been not so good against opposing quarterbacks fantasy wise um, or, mm-hmm. you know, real life wise, too. Yeah. Um, any interest in Jameis? You know, last week we, we always I think with Jameis. In real life, there's certainly issues yes. with him. Fantasy-wise, he throws enough. Like, I, I think, you know, his receivers are pretty good. He can, he can put up, like, this is a spot where much as you look at Jameis last week, you go, oh, he fumbled again. What a stupid mistake. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, okay. All fair. Yeah. Right. He's going to throw and probably rack up some yards.
1: Yeah. 8.4 yards per attempt against the Packers last week. Right. Solid. Uh, great sign that he might be healthy again. Looks pretty good on some of those throws to your boy. Congratulations on that call last Cameron week, Bright. Cameron Brain. Yeah. Did you did you play him anywhere?
2: Uh DFS. I good. tried to get him in other leagues and I couldn't.
1: Well good. Yeah. yeah. Still paid I would imagine it still paid off for you pretty well. It still so. good.
2: it did okay, it paid me a little bit, yes.
1: Yeah. So yeah, um, you know, with the Darius Slave factor, I'm not sure I would really boost Evans all that much from where he is, you know, like high end two, low end one. But I think the overall day for Jameis, like you said, like kind of like, you know, how Joe Flacco took advantage of them with tight ends last week. I think that's a similar week this time. So Jameis looks like a nice play.
2: I think J- I have so. Jameis as a top 10 quarterback this week.
1: Yeah. And partly I, I
2: because I, the, the quarterback matchups are just miserable.
1: Yes. It's it's very, very much relying on a lot of faith this week.
2: Yeah. you go, Well, he's Russell Wilson. I have to play him. OK, yeah,
1: exactly. Good, Good luck. luck. And Kirk Cousins <laughs> against the Chargers. We'll right. talk about that later.
2: All right. Uh, yeah. Raiders Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amari Cooper has cleared the concussion protocol, but he did not practice Wednesday because his ankle is still bothering him. So we don't know what's going on there. Um, the chiefs weirdness, Marcus Peters suspended. What in the world was
1: that? Talk about a tailspin for a team. My what? goodness. <laughs> he, so he
2: threw the flag in the stands <laughs> and, and he left. He, yeah,
1: ejected, he I, I thought he got ejected, but no, he just left.
2: He ejected himself. Basically. Yeah. I think <laughs> someone said that he ejected himself. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. It's like, like, like in basketball when you foul somebody really hard honestly, on a pickup game. That was – you, you tab yourself. Yeah, I know.
2: On Sunday, I was watching games and I think I – you know, I was watching the Panthers here. So the early games, I was red zoning and flipping and stuff like that. And I have Twitter open and people I, – I saw a number of people say that Marcus Peters ejected himself. I'm like, <laughs> what? What's going on? What did I miss here? This is so stupid. So everybody, everybody – many people are saying – I love that phrase. Yep. Uh, um, that m- this is a Michael Crabtree spot. Here's my issue with that. I don't like Michael Crabtree.
1: Do you? Okay. I, I, I like him this week, but I think he's going to be chalky. Yeah. In DFS, like as we as we like to say, I I, I think at PPR you got You got to roll with him. Okay. Uh, you know, we we talk about avoiding Marcus Peters. That the, the you know, buy into those receivers all year. I think Carl'll be happy to get Crabtree back. I think it's another you know double digit target type of game for him. I, you know, relying on Cordell, Cordell Patterson, Seth Roberts, whatever, depending on Cooper's availability. If Cooper comes back, I think it's better for Crabtree. Right. So, I'll admit that. But Jared Cook isn't do, doing anything to really draw defenses away from anybody. So, yeah, um, I, I think it, it's it's gonna it's gonna cost a lot to invest in him in DFS. I think, or at least you know it's not gonna separate you from the pack to do so. So. Depends on what your situation is. And season long, I think you have to go with him.
2: Right. Uh, I, I I agree with you. I just don't – I feel like I don't love him to where other people do because of this situation. Um, by the way, sure. the other guys last week, the other Raider receivers target-wise, Holton 7, Robert 6, <laughs> Patterson 4. I don't know if that necessarily means anything, but
1: – Oh. I, I Man, Patterson just – get the ball in his hands. Guy can do some damage. Yeah. Holton, you know, deep threat. Yeah, I get that. Roberts, whatever. He was dependent on touchdowns when he would play like in past years. He hasn't done anything this year, so.
2: The the one guy I haven't seen anything on um, – I wanted to talk about Kareem Hunt a little bit.
1: I'm yeah, tired. the Chiefs offense in general we should talk about too.
2: Yeah, I mean it, hard not to like Alex Smith here.
1: Yeah. And, for sure. Yeah. Well, they, 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 the, the offensive coordinator changed. They made dividends with the deep ball last week for sure.
2: OK. And the so. Chiefs, if I'm seeing this correctly, it, it, you, you could – Make a case for Kareem Hunt, which we've been trying to make a case for weeks.
1: <sighs> yeah, but
2: I do not see Truakandrick West on the injury report. He's not injury reserve, is he? Uh, he, he, I don't. He didn't play last week. Yeah, he's not on the injury report. And before he he didn't before last week, he was taken. He was taken from Kareem Hunt.
1: Uh, he was uh, personal against the Jets. He was out. Uh, personal matter. He was the personal matter. So. My bad. I thought it was an injury. Yeah. I, I apologize. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, they, they, they like using Western passing downs. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, good thing. I did, good thing. I missed out on hunt. <laughs> after all right. that, 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 that heat in the beginning of the season. Andy Reid is an idiot. Doesn't know how to use cream hunt. I mean, I don't, I don't think hunts the, the reason to blame here for him.
2: I think, I, I think that's fair. Um, so. all right. 49ers Texans. We talked about Steven Anderson. Mm -hmm. Um, the Texans have, we talked about people that the Texans have been bad uh, against uh, basically bad in the passing game, giving up tons to opposing quarterbacks fantasy wise. Um, Mm -hmm. since in, in the last six weeks, they've given up 25.6 points per game to opposing fantasy quarterbacks. That is the worst in the league. There's, there's your Jimmy G argument.
1: There's your Jimmy G argument. Absolutely. Are you buying? Uh, Yeah. Um, you know, top 15 quarterback, I could see for sure. Um, if you want to be bold with your throwaway GVP lineup, get a Jimmy, Jimmy G Marquise Goodwin stack going.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Love it.
1: <laughs> that's the, that's the cojone stack. I'll say. Uh,
2: All right. Ready, 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 I like, ready. I like Jimmy
1: G though. Either right. or
2: Jimmy G or case Keenum.
1: Uh, Keenum playing the, uh, uh Panthers. Yeah, oh, the, the Panthers. No, I go with Keenum.
2: Okay. Uh, Jimmy G or Derek Carr.
1: Uh, that's same tier for me. That, that's a tougher one. Okay. I think, I, I think I go car, but I could really see myself going Jimmy G depending on Cooper status,
2: Jimmy G or McCown.
1: Mm. Damn it. Right. And I thought I was being all bold talking about Jimmy G and I might, I'll probably get to pick McCown too here.
2: See, I, I want, I, I, I like the idea of Jimmy G and then when I ranked quarterbacks, I wound up with him at number 20 just Oops. because of the other guys. I have a weird one in my yeah. top twenty though, which I'll tell the you about later.
1: The fancy playoffs as well, so
2: right. You know. And I kind of looked and went, "Yeah, oh, great matchup, terrific," and he played well last week. And then, no, 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 no.
1: Well, I think it's a fantastic Stafford alternative. You can flip them. Yeah, that's true. If, if Stafford doesn't play,
2: but yeah, like I said, I'll get to my weird one. Anybody else in this game you, you're interested in?
1: Uh, Lamar Miller, I dig. Um, uh, you know the the, the 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 setup is great for him, just for to have a lot of touches this week. Um, the Niners are what third for the on the season in standard leagues against the run, the third highest fantasy average. So, okay, I'm rolling with Miller some and a few DFS probably. You know who my weird guy is that I like
2: more than Jimmy G, Kaiser. Uh,
1: yeah, well, that, eh, that's not so weird. I, I think there's some, there's some merit to that. You think so? I'm Still, glad. Packers Packer secondary getting picked on. I can see it. I, I think there'll be turnovers with that. So. You know, if, you, if your league doesn't – if your league penalizes you heavily for that, maybe I'd be less so interested. But, yeah, I think Kaiser and Jimmy G would be the same tier, like just below the top 15 or whatever for me, you know, right. that sort of thing.
2: Because, I mean, you still got the running, which is nice with yeah. Kaiser, and he's got the two good receivers. I mean, last week – that was a tough matchup last week for them. I think they're going to yeah. win, by the way.
1: I, I could see it. Uh, the, 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 the last gas before Aaron Rodgers might come back for the, for the Packers. Right. Um, Josh Gordon could be a force. So right. Yeah. And anyway, we'll get to that. Yeah. So Josh Gordon. So last week, that
2: now apparently yeah. that was not, I, I here's the, I'm, I'm not, I don't feel like the advice to stay away from Josh Gordon burned anybody because it's not like, blew no. up. no, it didn't, but there was a lot to like, I mean, basically after last week, I'm going, all right, I, I need to adjust my outlook on Josh Gordon here. Right. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Um, Casey Hayward, I believe said Gordon was the toughest guy he faced this year. I don't know how much lip service that is, but it's telling a guy like that, you know, praise for Josh Gordon, that cornerback. It's a good sign. I I have Gordon in a playoff league. I'm very excited.
2: I think I, I, we knew he was talented, right? I mean, the guy led the league in receiving, he was 23 years old with a bunch of horrible quarterbacks. A lot of horrible quarterbacks. How much of a freak do you have to be to come back after all that time and basically walk in and make life hell for a really good cornerback?
1: Uh, I mean, he seems motivated. I mean, there's the documentary on him. I haven't watched yet, but, you know, it seems like I saw some clips. I'm like, all right, this guy seems like he may be getting serious finally. Yeah. And a serious Josh Gordon kind of scares me if I'm an opponent. So
2: I, I hope he, I mean, I really I, for, for all I said last week about people, you know, hey, you know, you're being silly counting on him for anything. It, if I hope this guy over the final four games gets like 600 yards receiving. I really me do. That'd <laughs> be great. You did. not have baby. him, yeah. yeah. So it's nice. <laughs> yeah. But I hope you picked him up and didn't listen to me because I was kind of going, "Yeah, come on, people." I don't know.
1: I I, I got wrecked last week, um, so I, I I didn't help me anyway. But I was like, "All right, it's a non PPR league, and I'm like, this is he's, he's perfect for non PPR. It's what he does." So yeah. Oh. All
2: right. Um, Packers side of this. So the backfield.
1: So mm-hmm. Jamal Williams
2: had a really nice game against the uh, what was that the Bucks the overtime win. Yep. Um. Aaron Jones came in because Williams was, I guess, gassed, comes in on the 20 yard line in overtime run. Got back. Was that his only snap of the game? I know it was his only carry. I think it was his only snap.
1: It might have been. It was one of a few, if any, you know, it, there weren't many more than that from him. They really were preserving him. So two, th- two offensive snaps,
2: two. <laughs> so the, the the beat writer from ESPN, I think I think Mike Clay pointed it out on Twitter last night, said when healthy, Jones is the lead back. How, what do you, that kind of, if I have Jamal Williams after last week, I was kind of happy and now I'm a little spooked.
1: Um, yeah, I I mean, Williams, I I think it's, they're still good with a tandem. Um, I think you might play, uh, you might play Jones as a flex either way here. Um, you know, the Browns have been a tough run defense this year for the most part. Um, so although although, I want to cut
2: you off, so you're telling me and I'm not saying you're wrong. Because of this, this you know, people think Jones would be the leader if healthy. So, so this one beat writer says, and other people f- covering yeah. the team probably agree. So you're sitting here saying, "All right, I could flex this guy who played two snaps last week."
1: Yeah, it context. He was first first came back from injury. Okay, I, I think it's different week to week. Um, you know, the Browns have been weaker against the run recently. They gave up big games to Fournette um, and Mixon and, and Gordon. Did them? You know, got them pretty good last time out. I think there's room for both here. I really do. Um, Williams he's turned my opinion around on him. I don't think he's you know anything special special, but he looks pretty decisive in his runs. He's you know showed some power after you know a, after breaking through the line. I think he's a little bit better than I expect him to be. Uh, and I, I don't think the Packers will ignore that. He's carried the ball 18 times touched the ball at least um, well 21 times in each of the last four weeks. I don't think that they're going to just suddenly turn away from him unless the game gets really out of hand. Okay. so
2: um. Bears-Bengals, biggest news here is Joe Mixon in the concussion protocol. Um, yeah. Gio Bernard is – he's 40 percent owned on Yahoo. He is going to be as busy as you can imagine if Mixon is out.
1: I, I get people have, might have stacked rosters here, but uh, once again, how about a preventative pickup? If you're not even going to start him, if you're st- that stacked. yeah, There's a lot to like here. There's, There's a lot it's to- chalky. Yes. It's chalky, but
2: – It'll be so chalky, right, and we'll get to that in a minute. Ideas, okay. Anybody else? In there? I mean, the ba- Bengals defense is your is your streamer for the week. Yeah, Certainly, for sure, for sure. All right, um, and yeah, they're still sure. available. Hold on, I don't have them here. Okay, I mean, they were under forty the other day when e-
1: even even without perfect, if he doesn't yes,
2: go. Um, yeah. yeah. And this this whole, I mean, because at some point they need to let Trubisky throw. You would think,
1: so. and that would that should need some more turnovers. <laughs> yes, hopefully, but. I don't know. Unless it's a Tariq Cohen. It should be dump offs. <laughs> right? We've been
2: waiting for that. It doesn't happen enough. It, it
1: should happen more. I but. agree.
2: <laughs> Fan duels, fantasy football for everyday fans with new contests starting every week. No busted seasons. There's something for everyone. Lots of contests to choose from starting at just $1. Just pick a contest, choose your team, and watch your score real time. Uh, we talked about Gio. Gio is 5100 on FanDuel. Like, he, he is going to be so highly owned. If if Mixon doesn't play, he might be the chalkiest of the chalk. Mm-hmm. All right. Anybody else you like here? Steven uh, Anderson.
1: Yeah, Steven Anderson. Um, you know, I might throw Marquise Goodwood in the lineup. We'll see. Um, you know, ASF, as we talked about before. Nice little change up to Anderson if you want to deviate a little bit. Right. Um, Josh Gordon, 6,700. Thank you. <laughs> um.
2: <laughs> it's, it's not cheap anymore. It's, it's relatively no, it's, cheap.
1: That's still pretty darn cheap.
2: Yeah, that's good. It's hard to argue with that price,
1: right? I, that, I mean, I want to use him while this price is like this. I'll oh, say that
2: that's fair. Um, yeah, good one, fifty seven
1: hundred. Sammy Watkins maybe could be a good one as well, sixty three hundred.
2: Yeah,
0: for
1: wide receiver, uh, I, I think he's going to be a little bit of a problem for those Eagles cornerbacks, and especially if Robert Woods looks like he's not going to play again this week. And like I said, Lamar Miller, I'll, I'll harp on that, sixty six hundred. Nice little, you know, it, that huge drop off after McCoy and everybody. I think it's a nice. uh Nice discount there.
2: Right. And uh, on the quarterbacks we've talked about, Jimmy G, 7,000, Kaiser 6,400. Like them both. The, Ki- uh, the the Kaiser Corey Coleman stack is calling my name right here.
1: Ooh, you're going, going um, against the grain. I like that.
2: You know? Huh? Why not?
1: Yeah. one okay. out of one Like a lot of one.
2: That's, that's right. Over two and a half million players have won a cash prize playing on FanDuel. To take advantage of our special offer for new users, sign up today. FanDuel.com slash RW. You'll get a free six-month Roadwire subscription, plus a free entry into the NFL Sunday Million, which offers more than a million dollars in cash prizes. And that's with your first deposit on FanDuel. Just visit FanDuel.com slash RW. Void where prohibited. Good luck, everybody, on FanDuel. The Vikings-Panthers news is Olsen looks like he's going to play um, mm. I don't know if that's a great option, but it looks like he's going to play. The guy I want to ask you about here, Funchess has been a really strong since the trade of Benjamin. has been a really strong fantasy wide receiver.
1: Yes, I, I own a bunch. I own bunches of Funchess stock this year. So, I agree. How, do you,
2: how do you feel about that Funchess stock going up against um, Xavier Rhodes?
1: Oh well, I, I own him in PPR. Thankfully, okay. So, <laughs> I think I, I think he can get ten in PPR. I, I don't know. I, I think you can avoid Rhodes, but I don't know. I think Rhodes. I think if they do, I think Rhodes shadows like you know the top guy. I, th- I think you could probably label Funches the top guy. Yeah. If Olsen plays, I'm a little more optimistic because maybe he'll you know get a little more attention away from him. But yeah, I think he's a third wide receiver, if you really want to really want to diminish him, because Rhodes is just that good.
2: Right. Agreed. I mean, All right. Yeah, I have Funches at number twenty, maybe. Yeah. Twenty. I mean, over the past you know handful of weeks, he's been a top ten. He's been yeah. really good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, he yeah. actually muscled through. Uh, that, that was a nice little move for the touchdown he made last week against. I believe it was Crawley. Yeah, uh, you know that the the that catch and then hurt his shoulder on the next play, the kickoff, and then he seemed fine. So right. Yeah,
2: and he had another yeah. one that he dropped actually. Yeah, he did. So, so all right. Yeah. Anybody else in this game? Anybody on the Viking side? I don't like Diggs in this. spot. I mean, I love feeling Diggs is Diggs's volume has just dropped.
1: Yeah. I think Rudolph's affecting him a little bit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think you're right about Thielen being the safer play.
2: Yeah. I I have Thielen top 10. I have Diggs probably 25th.
1: Well, especially, you know, going against the depth of that Carolina secondary, say what you want about the the starting two, but you know, if Monerlin going to be guarding Thielen, good luck. Yeah, exactly. That's true.
2: (laughs) Um, Redskins chargers. You took, you wanted to, you mentioned Kirk cousins. I'll let you go start with Kirk cousins.
1: Well, I think it's a tough spot. Um, Again, you know, I keep on these Chargers cornerbacks every week, but, you know, they proving me right most of the time. Right. So uh, I think it's a P. Ryan game more than a passing game, hopefully for me. So okay. <laughs> my, my, my one share of P. Ryan.
2: I mean, the, 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 the offensive line issues are just not going away. Right. For the Redskins. Um, poor Cousins. I feel bad for him, especially those knuckleheads beating oh. up on him Thursday night last week.
1: Feel bad for that franchise tag oh, i feel bad for him yeah,
2: that's that's <laughs> a good point <laughs> all right sorry i don't feel that you know you know what i started thinking about the other day um you know we, we've been talking about cousins you know getting getting paid this offseason and and the jags are the team i know the jags are the team i keep bringing up i'm not the only one um you know the niners are off the table now
1: right what about the giants <laughs> that that would be a nice um you know, middle finger to them. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, it would make sense. I think they need someone like, you know, like that, like that. They like that. Maybe they like They've that. Got plenty of scouting reports on him. So yes, I like this one. I like
2: this idea that I came up with. I really yeah. like it.
1: Well, cousins, you know, he deserves it. I think he's, what is it? Eight, 8.1 yards per temp last year, 8.0 this year. Yep. Um, you know, pretty much almost along the lines of what he did last season. And the interceptions are a little bit down. um, yeah, I, I think he's he's earning the big payday. Right. Maybe not. Maybe not in the totality of everything. Maybe just relatively to his position. I think he's getting one just because the market's so thin. But you know, in comparison, he does he does deserve a nice payday from somebody. I'll
2: say right. That. Yeah. Um, the Chargers haven't been they've been good, but not dominant against opposing quarterbacks. I mean, the pass rush is terrifying. Right. Um, I mean, I don't. I, I think Cousins can. I, I don't think Cousins is kind of a must avoid kind of setup.
1: All right. I mean, sometimes with these, it's like the quarterback is okay, but the specific wide receivers are not okay. Yeah. That's, that's the kind of, I guess it's, that's the delineation you have to make. Fine. Char- the Chargers have given up. Oh, well, the Chargers actually been like what? Tenth against receivers. Yeah. That's, that's interesting.
2: Yeah. It's, I, it's not great. It, it's the personnel good.
1: Is, the personnel is badass. Yes. I'm really surprised at that.
2: And, and the, 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 the combination of the Chargers' pass rush and the, Reds, and the Redskins' offensive line issues it, it seems to be bad. Right. So. So, I mean, you still like Crowder, though.
1: I think you have to. Yeah. The best play of the receivers is Crowder. Oh, know, yeah. Let's, let's slot, slot wide out, better matchup. Right. Yeah, All right. I'll, I'll go with that.
2: Um, and and Keenan, Keenan Allen's a su- superstar.
1: Well, it's letting him work out of the slot more. I don't know why they weren't. Right. Right. I think it, there was an increase the last few weeks, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm good at this." So,
2: did you read what, <laughs> there was comments from Rivers last week about him?
1: Yeah, well, yeah, I heard. I, I read them, and I heard what you guys said about it on yeah. Monday, I believe. So, yeah, one healthy. Keenan Allen is the ultimate one healthy. When healthy, fantasy. I know. So, capital W, capital H, <laughs> when healthy, and <laughs> I, I think Josh Norman is not. He's not going to follow Allen. He doesn't follow this lot. so no. I don't know. Shouldn't be that worried about it.
2: But don't do you have to? I mean, I, I don't know. This this is this is not. Football X and O analysis. But don't you have to make an adjustment somehow with your best corner and and a a receiver who is so head and shoulders uh, above his teammates?
1: You should. But, you know, Washington's coaching. You know, I question the adjustments they can make on such things. Um, And, you know, Norman likes his side most of the time. So got to got to go where he's comfortable.
2: Jets Broncos, uh, the yeah, Who would Who would have guessed that we'd be saying, you know, yes, play Josh McCown and Jermaine Curse and Robbie Anderson?
1: <laughs> well, that's a bold statement if you're doing it the same team. But, but I mean, how do you sit?
2: How <laughs> do you sit them? How do you sit any of them? In In most cases, is what I'd say.
1: No, you're right. Um, you know, the Akeem Talib factor is going to make things interesting here. Right. Um, Talib's probably going to be on. Uh, Anderson, I think, I think it's the same side. Anderson's a you know a flanker, I guess, and I, um, yeah, I think it might be more of a curse game. Anderson will get his, but I think Curse might do more if he gets. You know, he'll, he'll get the PPR type game. I think. Okay.
2: And the yeah. Broncos have been where they lately. Actually, against opposing wide receivers the last month, so not bad. Actually, still still statistically above average. Yeah,
1: so. I, had, they've had some um, stronger opponents recently too. I mean the Eagles have gotten to them. That's you know, not going to surprise anybody if that happens. Right. Um, let's see. They, they, they've, had, you know, they, they've, had, they've had some matchups that can skew those stats. New England they face. So that's going to that's gonna kill anybody. Actually, Philadelphia and New England in back-to-back weeks. So that's <laughs> – that will yeah, get to you.
2: That will get to you is right. Um, <laughs> go, go figure. Jermaine Curse, wide receiver 22 on the season in PPR.
1: Yeah, and he's had what twenty-one targets the last two weeks. Yeah. that's got to be among the leaders. I would right. think
2: he's getting thrown to a lot right now. Yeah. yeah
1: so so 12, let me let me double check the the leaderboard for him. He's probably up there. Uh, no, actually no. Oh, he's, he's he's um sixth among wide receivers in the last two weeks in targets. Okay,
2: that's pretty 21. good. One, it's good. Yeah.
1: And uh, Anderson's actually fifth, twenty-two. So. Wow. There you go.
2: Other side <laughs> of this one. Um, we talked the other day about how Devante Booker, well, I'm not writing off Devonte Booker yet. I'm not playing him this week for sure, but I'm not writing <sighs> him off yet because he was sick. It not, I think he was sick the other day.
1: Yeah. There's something else going on there. I mean, CJ Anderson, you know, I, I like how you and Derek were playing. Let's find CJ Anderson a team <laughs> uh, a couple weeks ago. I remember that. I'm like, yeah, he needs someone new. I know he, he needs 15 plus touches to work and he looked good against, uh, against Miami. You know, Dolphins are an easy team to take advantage of, but right. I don't know. Booker, a uh, Booker and Innocent tandem. Why is Jamal Charles still there? I don't know.
2: I don't know. But I mean, I don't know. what are you going to cut You got to find someone's got to play. Someone's got to be on the team, right?
1: Yeah. I, I mean,
2: it's not like they're using him a lot. Yeah. Um, What's the other one I wanted to do here? Um, the so the Jets have been. Let's see.
1: Jets are great. Yeah, I know where you're going with this, I think.
2: So. Yeah. So do, do you want to go to go back on the Bronco receivers?
1: I, 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 yeah, I wouldn't go on. You know, Trevor Simeon's quarterback. I'd go on Sanders and um, Sanders and Thomas again. You would. I, I think it's a great matchup for them as well.
2: Yeah, so. it's pretty solid. So yeah, don't yeah. forget about Sanders because I start. I was doing my rankings and I'm going, oh yeah, I have Sanders way too low.
1: Yeah, and they're at home, so it should be a little better. Right. So. All
2: right, Titans Cardinals. Um, Marcus Mariota. My God. <laughs> no, this this is the one. I, you know, I, and I have the the I'm like a. Uh, I, I'm beating a dead horse here on the Titans and I don't like them that much. They're going to lose this game. If they uh, win this one, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe they'll sell me a little more.
1: Yeah, I, I could see that. Um, you know, they team team gave the Jaguars some trouble. Better quarterback play in this one though. So that might actually be able to take more advantage of the Cardinals. Uh, okay. uh, it's a good, good matchup for a competent quarterback. All we'll right. see. You See what happens yeah. there. Um, yeah. here
2: the, so last week, um, I think Derek and I talked about this. You, you if you're a box score watching, you would you would be tempted to think that Derrick Henry, it was another Derrick Henry over Murray game. And it really wasn't.
1: Mm-mm. So yeah, Henry in his closer role happens to spring a touchdown. Doesn't change other outlooks for things. What a bad beat on the cover there, by the way. Oh, absolutely. It was terrible.
2: <laughs> it was so terrible with Henry score because I, I literally turned it off. I watched it. I saw Savage through the interception with about a minute and 10 left in the end zone. It was 1713 and I turned it off. Uh-huh. And I had actually picked the Texans to cover. Oh, and man. Later on, I saw the score. I'm going, you know, what? Wait, what happened? How did that happen?
1: Like, they had the ball. <laughs> Weren't they kneeling?
2: But No, they had nope. two timeouts.
1: Yep. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, you, you got Walker and you got Matthews bent up as well again. So
2: Okay. And you got Adrian Peterson did not practice Wednesday. <sighs>
1: the Curran Williams show, huh? I know. <laughs> he ran well. I mean, see – would they actually call plays for him, you know, consistently? I don't want to figure there's anything great there for long term, but you know, another one of those preventative pickups, maybe.
0: Right. <laughs>
2: so nobody else gets him.
1: Right. I don't know. It's, uh, I, I, I mean, I picked up foster in one week. I'm like, Hey, maybe there's something here. No, no, not even close. They go back to the gimmick guy and actually use him as a feature back.
2: Right. Um, I mean, otherwise here, I mean, the, the Titan, I mean, it's the usual, it's Walker in the two running backs and the Cardinals, it's Fitz And, you're not doing the Ricky Seals-Jones thing, right?
1: I don't think you can. No. In, the play, in the playoffs, you if you're in a position with that in the playoffs, you're in a really bad spot.
2: Exactly. You can find Go. better streamers than Ricky Seals-Jones. Yep. Because, again, yeah. even though last week he wasn't terrible, he, again, played less than 20 snaps.
1: I'd rather have Jason Witten than Ricky Seals-Jones. Agreed 100%. So.
2: Um, all right. Eagles-Rams. Good game. Yeah. Um, really good game. And and the, the, the yeah. interesting thing about this one for me, it, for for real football purposes, is that – Two weeks ago, oh, okay, better than this. Less than, this is Thursday. Five days ago, we were all kind of crowning the Eagles. And the Eagles could, could go home from this game not having a first-round bye in hand mm-hmm. anymore. Like, like literally being on their way to, to being out of the top two.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, crowning the Eagles, I might, I might have been a little guilty of that. Uh, the schedule, when you look at it, is pretty was pretty thin for a while. Uh, they took advantage of some nice matchups, um, you know, Niners Broncos, a weekend Cowboys and the bears four straight weeks. <laughs> That's a pretty good setup. Right. Um, Seahawks is a wake up call. I think I don't think it was as bad a loss as many people say it to be. No. Um, still, still, you know, going into Seattle is tough for anybody. And the, you know, I mean, and
2: Wentz, if Wentz didn't fumble going into the end zone on that play, which was a tough one, it's a yep. different
1: game. Absolutely different game. And so, I'm,
2: and I'm not beating up on the Eagles saying, you know, hey, we crown, you know, we, we crowned them, and now look, but like you said, the schedules. Re- I mean, this is hard. These are two really hard
1: games. Yeah. And it's just there's more parity. That's really, you know, we wanted to have the one guy, I guess. But yeah, um, d- d- big test games and for the Rams as well, uh, right. for sure. Uh, yeah, uh, against the, the the Rams defense is one they can take advantage of. I think, especially if Alec Ogletree isn't playing,
2: right. So. Do you want the uh, – aside that I talked about the other day with, I think, Derek, What what's your interest level in seeing a home Super Bowl for the Vikings? Just for the story <sighs> of it. I think
1: it would be fun to watch people hate on it. Yeah. Um, even though there's no way you can control that. Right. There's no way you can plan that. I mean there is you – know, you know what I mean? There is, but I don't know. It's it, – <sighs> Minnesota was not a team people were expecting to go in there. So, you know, now it's like, oh, they happen to improve enough to make it. And now it's going to be, you know, conspiracy theory or whatever. But right. it's fun. It'll be fun. Um, the stadium looks beautiful. I would like to go there one day. I don't it like is. to go to many. I like to go to many football stadiums because there's not really anything unique about most of them. Yeah. Uh, but that one looks pretty sweet. So
2: did you see what Dan Quinn said the other day, by the way? Related. No.
1: topic. What do you say?
2: So Dan Quinn, they were asking about playing this game at home uh tonight against the saints and dan quinn basically said that he he was talking about how the fans needed to get rowdy and he said i he said i think people are distracted by the new stadium <laughs> he said like people because they get up and they walk around and this wasn't all he, he was basically saying we got to you know we got to stop using coasters
1: <laughs> like ah, it's like you go to someone's ah, house
2: and you use it a coaster because you don't want to mess it up because it's brand new like,
1: yeah <laughs> we got to stop
2: doing that i thought it was a great line
1: oh that's awesome i, I think the Cowboys suffered from that when they opened jerry world maybe so yeah but like back, you know, when it first opened, I was like, it's quiet in there. What the yeah. hell? You know, yeah. New Yankee Stadium the same way. It was, was the same way for a while. I
2: don't I, I only went there once and it was probably 2008 or nine. And I did. Yeah. I didn't like it.
1: It opened in 2009. So it must have been that. Yeah. But it's very antiseptic, like yes. very sterile. Uh, But the recent teams have gotten the people excited. So
2: I, f- I felt like the field was an afterthought.
1: Yeah. A lot of the times it is. It's it a lot still- of luxury, luxury, sweet stuff. It was – and,
2: and the, it's one of those things. I mean it's typical of new stadiums because you want to make it more spacious. The footprint is bigger. Because right. It's like when I went to – I've told this story. I don't know if i told it to you. When I went to the new Giants stadium, MetLife, um, and my dad who, you know, season ticket holder forever and ever. And our t- my season tickets when I had them for the Giants were, were corner of the upper deck, probably 10 rows from the top. Mm-hmm. And in the old stadium, I felt like, – I liked them. I like being upstairs at a football game because you can see the plays develop better. Yeah. We sat there for the first game of the new stadium, and my dad leans over to me in the second quarter and goes, can you see anybody's number down there? And I said, nope. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yeah, upper season MetLife suck. It's too big. They're, they're bad. Yeah. Well, it, it, it sprawls out too wide, I think, more so. Yes. Also. I agree. So I, I, I've seen Springsteen there three times. It's great when you're up there for that, but when you need to see like numbers of players, like you said, I could definitely. you need binoculars.
2: You, you, so. you know, you know, you're becoming a middle A sports writer when you can start counting how many Springsteen shows you've seen.
1: <laughs> Too so. many to count in this podcast. So, <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, the Eagles, you know, it's just it's going to be a big test game for these two again. Yeah. You know,
2: what about uh, uh, side? We talked about Watkins. Um, Cups a decent play, I guess. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Do you want to play golf?
1: Uh, yeah, I think I do. Most of the time, Uh, Jeff has him ranked fourth. I don't know if I'd go that high, Um, but yeah, I I think I'd go top twelve for golf. I have him fifteenth. I I put him ahead of Cousins. I put him ahead of maybe Jameis for the safety factor. Maybe Matt Ryan. I'd even put him ahead of, especially if Lattimore plays tonight. Right. You know, it's. uh, I think there's a little bit more security to golf than than most people that I just mentioned there. So, right. yeah, I, I, they, they could survive Woods, I think, his absence, even though he's been good. I think Cup can take over that role a lot. He has been. Had a nice little nice little increase. Uh, your boy Josh Reynolds even, you know. Mm, <laughs> so so real life purpose, if not fantasy purpose.
2: But. No kidding. I hate Josh Reynolds. Gerald, right Gerald now.
1: Everett, man. <laughs> man. Uh, he he could be an amazing tight end if they involve him more for fantasy. I think you're right. But they like Higby. Yeah, they like do the, seem they like, like Higby. like the block. It's the Bray Howard situation all over again.
2: <laughs> Seahawks, Jags. Um, the over under here is forty. This is a uh, this is a bad spot for for if I own Russell Wilson, I would hate this. Absolutely hate it.
1: Yeah, but he's Russell Wilson. I know. Yeah, like you said, you'd be like, Ugh. you know, it's one of those games where, and then he'll be like, you know, he'll scramble for touchdown. I'm like, oh, it's all it's all good. Okay, right. <laughs> But uh, you know, Jacksonville—it's you know, can't m- not much worse a pass matchup you can get there.
2: Um, so. Mike, what's your level of interest in playing Mike Davis after what you saw last week?
1: Uh, I actually one of my one one of my playoff teams, I have Mike Davis going in as a starter this week. Wow! I, I I've been playing like second running back games in a PPR league all year. Um, I'm probably starting Davis and Bernard and Fournette this week. So I actually feel very flush this week for once. Okay. So I'm actually very excited about that. Um, Davis, you know, you gotta, you gotta take into account that the, the one big rushing play was the lateral. That was questionable. Right. He got credit for the yards. Okay. Uh, but he still looked like a good feature back. He still looked like someone better than Seattle's had all year. Maybe besides Chris Carson.
2: Right. He passed the eye test. Absolutely.
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh, there's power there. There's a little bit of elusiveness when you need him to be. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I like him more than Barber. I like him more than uh, – who are the other ones you are talking about recently, uh, earlier in the podcast? Just the other big pickups at running back.
2: Um, um, the pickups G- – well, Gio. That's different.
1: I, same level. Yeah, yeah okay. I like them both. Uh, yeah, but I think Davis over Barber. I think there's more longevity there. There's more guaranteed longevity I think.
2: And over Kerwin-Williams, probably, definitely. <laughs> Let's hope so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and the, on it. the other side of this one, um, I mean, Ford, it's oh, obvious. Yeah. Marquise Lee. Yeah, basically, I I think the the advice on Marquise Lee is don't don't be distracted by the by the guys with the Seahawks jerseys because they're not your usual Seahawks defensive backs.
1: Yeah, I think so. Uh, You know, didn't work as well for, uh, I guess, Alshon Jeffrey last week, but I think Lee's in a better position to hog targets. Right. Nothing else. Um, You know, just hopefully he gets, you know, he, he he sat out Wednesday with the knee. You know, hope he comes back. I think they've been managing him a little bit carefully, so I'm not worried about it just yet. But, you know, that's a. Dynamic possible play. Last week last week he just kind of tore up the Colts, which was nice to see. <coughs> so yeah, wide receiver three for me if he's healthy. Um, also not that scared of Doug Baldwin because of the Jaguars cornerback, so he'll manage to get his points otherwise for the other side of this okay, as well. Okay,
2: interesting. So, All yeah.
1: right. Um, slot, slot against, you know. I know. Are yeah. they gonna follow him? I don't know. I don't know if Ramsey or Boye follow him much, but.
2: but I don't either. Um Raven Steelers. Mm-hmm. Um, the Steelers we, we like the Steelers at home. The, the Steelers are going to be, the Steelers are shorthanded. I mean, Shazier's out and, you know, Hayden's been out for a while. Like, they, they've been getting right. leakier against, uh, in the, in on pass defense.
1: They but, have. Yeah. But it's
2: Joe Flacco, who's not been, who's been better lately. The, not horrible. This,
1: yeah. Right. Um, this does not look like a great spot even without Shazier, though. Um, there's right. a good defensive line he's going up against. Um, you know, Mike Wallace might be a factor here, depending if, if he lies away from Burns. But, yeah, I don't know. It's – yeah, you're, you're not nowhere near trusting Flacco in this one.
2: All right, Flacco, uh, the last four games, 261, 183, 141, 269. So yeah. not maybe not so much better. Better than he was in the beginning, which was terrible.
1: I think the offense looks a little bit more streamlined though.
2: Yeah. Um, Collins, you still OK playing Collins? Like comfortable with it? <sighs>
1: Yeah, low low RB two still. You know, we, we said we like him on this podcast a couple times this year. Um, yeah, I, Pittsburgh against the run looked pretty. And like you said, without Shazier, it's a pretty good situation for Collins. Yeah, so, um, maybe maybe more Woodhead because it's a uh, more passing attempts. Nah, Who knows? I'm,
2: I'm not playing that guy. I'm never playing that guy
1: anymore. I, I don't think he's worth playing. I think he more so taking away from Collins if anything. But
2: fair enough. Um, other side of this one. I mean, your usuals. I mean, you know, your Bell and Brown is fine. Yeah. Juju out. Yeah. Um. J- Jimmy Smith also could
1: pro- probably like be out though for the Ravens. OK, so.
2: that's good. So, so that that helps you with oh. the,
1: that helps the band owners. Brown should feast, I would think. Got it. But,
2: and the Roethlisberger, yeah. I still have him inside the top 12 for this one. You
1: um, still do or still don't? I still do. Not by yeah, a lot. Yeah, I think he edges into that.
2: All right. Yeah. Um, Martavis, any interest?
1: Mild. Uh, mm. D- DFS, maybe.
2: Right. Um, yeah, he's outside the top 40 for me, so.
1: Well, you know, they, 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 they fold in Rogers also, you know, he'll, he'll take some of those juju things left over, which, you know, he shouldn't have been suspended in the first place, but you know, right. we'll see. No, I right. think, I think that was more of like just a, <clears throat> a, um, you know, just trying to warn everybody to stop with this garbage of the Bengals Steelers games, probably just like to trying to be a deterrent. Probably true. Stuff. Yeah I, which I, a, yeah.
2: I thought a penalty was sufficient.
1: Yeah. Uh, maybe the ejection could have been, you know, the ejection should have been fine. That would have, negate the suspension need i think so right the refing has been weird man they, they they pick weird spots to not eject people
2: i, I agree it is it's inconsistent i mean people have been complaining, complaining this week about how inconsistent it is and they're right
1: mm-hmm.
2: um yeah. pat's dolphins is monday night mm-hmm. um we're still on the kenyan drake train for the dolphins right
1: i think you have to be um Volume alone and, you know, finally getting some of that explosiveness with football skill to it. <laughs> right. <laughs> actually, you're looking like an actual running back now, which is nice. It's nice. Um, yeah. What do we got here? So implied yeah. point total for the Pats,
2: 29.25. <laughs> That's high.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's
1: justified high, though. I, I agree. Uh, even, even without clock, they'll, they'll survive without him.
2: Um, I just want to actually check one injury. I do not see anything about. Damian Williams this week. That's the one guy I would like to look. All up right. Yep. After the podcast is over, I apologize, what, folks. I'm not gonna
1: questionable. Questionable shoulder. Um, hang on, I'm, I'm pulling up his page for a second. My internet's slow. I have it too. Did, it doesn't do uh, anything. Gase didn't sound optimistic about chance of returning to practice this week, and that was uh, Monday, December fourth. So, looking pretty likely he won't play.
2: Okay. the The other side here, and by the way, the Devontae Parker's dead to us. Kenny Kenny Stills has clearly overtaken Devontae Parker.
1: Yep, that's correct. On
2: on the Dolphins, you know, um, totem pole. Yeah. um, The other side of this one, with Gronk out. So we talked about Dwayne Allen, but we don't really like Dwayne Allen. It seemed, at least in week five when Gronk was out, the beneficiary was Danny Amendola.
1: Yeah, I think that that should be your plan this time, too, to to look at that. I would be, in a PPR
2: league, I would be, in a playoff game this week, I would be fine starting Danny Amendola. No, no hesitation.
1: Yeah, well, some hesitation depending on where you're at. But if you're really desperate, I could see it. Um, more Rex Burkhead, probably going to happen again. You know, yeah. he's – you know, I'm bitter I didn't own him anywhere. But, you know, I'm glad they're involving him because it makes sense to involve him. It's, 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 it's a good football decision to involve him over some of those other guys. Lewis and Burkhead has a nice tandem to yep. do it, right? So, I agree. Um, yeah.
2: I, I have Amendola and – I have him ranked ahead of Diggs he's, and Emmanuel Sanders.
1: Really? Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I would do digs, but I can see Sanders for PPR. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what? Got to big. Go big or go home when you when you're doing playoff rankings. So <laughs> I guess so. Um, yeah,
2: I just like that fit. So so the the.
1: Uh, yeah, but but the Dwayne Allen hype should die.
2: D- I yeah. Think. Uh, uh, that's fine. I'm with you on that. There, there's yeah.
1: not, I mean, it could
2: happen, but there's not logical reason to think it's going to happen.
1: There are so many better tight ends if you're in season long, especially.
2: to yep. play. Um, so. But Amendola back to where you said week five, eight for 77 on eight targets.
1: Yep. When Gronk was out. Yeah. And so. this, this, this Dolphins secondary is atrocious. So agreed. Yeah.
2: Folks, listeners to our podcast, get a free ten day rotowire trial, rotowire.com slash pod, no credit card required that lets you check out nearly all the features on the site. Take a look now, rotowire.com slash pod. Uh Tim, what are what are we doing to help people get ready for their fantasy playoffs?
1: Uh well, you, you know, you guys should always check out the um all, all the content going up this week for you know, RotoWire. We already have the, the rankings are up from, from Jeff Erickson. We have all our, our slew of blogs, Mario's film reviews, you know. I'm gonna be reading that after this pod's done probably. Me um, too. Yeah, uh, and you know we, we're going to have a Facebook chat live tonight with John McKechnie uh, before tonight's huge game. A lot of lot of lab decisions to make from that game, I think. So, as one, you want to tune in for it at six thirty p.m. Eastern. I'll be doing Sunday at noon Eastern. You know, r- write our kickoff down to the wire show, which, you know, i like to get some branding on that. But, uh, yeah, um, fun times this weekend uh, should be a fun one tonight to kind of kick off the very important uh, weekend of games. And, yeah, otherwise, going to be stinking some baseball work here and there. You know, I know I know our people love to hear about that. Yes. <laughs> um, but, you know, you can tweet at me if you guys want to talk more baseball and stuff like that or whatever. And. You know, I'll be staying, staying behind the scenes for a little bit more the next couple months until productions are ready, my productions are ready, and stuff like that. So, gotcha. Uh,
2: baseball, it's baseball. It's baseball off season. We're ready. Yeah. Aaron, Aaron Boone, what do you think of Aaron Boone?
1: Um, I, I think what he showed on Sunday night baseball as an announcer, I was somewhat encouraged by. I think maybe he had to learn a little bit more because Jessica Mendoza is so good mm-hmm. um, at what she does. Maybe he maybe it made him get into it a little bit more. I I think Cashman has a reason for everything, so yeah. I'm gonna trust him. He, he's, he's been very trustworthy these last few years. So I'm like, all right, if they have a plan and Aaron Boone's the guy. I'm going to give him a shot for at least a couple of years. So, uh, we'll
2: yeah, I, I have no huge problems with it. I was kind of not that, you know, I have any idea what kind of manager either one will be.
1: Yeah, you can't. Uh, can't I watch.
2: was hoping for Bam Bam. It
1: would have been great. I, I, I think they should have brought him on somehow either way. Right. I don't know, I don't know if he, they did, but he, he could have been a great coach. And, you know, he, he speaks like, what, four or five languages, something yeah. crazy like that. That'd it's be really great for the Yankees dugout.
2: Right, I mean, did, did I tell you the story about the guy in my, uh, my longtime AL Keeper League? My, my home fantasy league, this is we, – we just finished our 30th year. And um, oh, in 1992 or 3, someone traded Frank Thomas straight up for Bam Bam.
1: <laughs> oh, my god. <laughs> well, you know what? Batting practice power, that, that might be a good trade if you're counting batting practice home runs.
2: We never um, let this guy forget it. Never. No, nor should you. No. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I know. We look back. It's amazing. Well, like, that's what we never forget because the next year Frank Thomas became Frank Thomas.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh- so. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm so glad everybody shut off the podcast already. They didn't hear that story. So. Oh,
2: come on. We got it. We can't
1: <laughs> shut it off. We got,
2: to, we got to thank FanDuel again, everybody, for sponsoring. Um, folks, again, leave us the reviews and ratings. that You've been doing it a lot, and we appreciate it. Um, and Tim is at Tim underscore Heaney. If you got baseball or football questions, I'm at Halpin 37 You can also catch us at Rotoir. Um Thanks for listening to this edition of the Rotoir Fantasy Football Podcast, sponsored by FanDuel. We'll be back on Friday. Derek and I will be here wrapping up the news before you get into the rest of Week 14. So come on back and check it out. For Tim Heaney, I'm John Halpin. See you next time.